2: GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in.
0: What's good, family? Jalen here. I have some great news to share with you. We have recently launched BWR Academy, the number one online school and community focused on teaching personal finance and wealth building principles. By becoming a member, you will gain access to premium financial education covering the topics of credit and financing, debt repayment strategies, retirement planning. That's right, we're going over 401ks, IRAs, and everything in between. Life insurance, we'll be having weekly budgeting and accountability calls, and so much more. You will also gain access to a powerful network. For years, we have been preaching, your net worth is your net worth. So here's your chance to increase your social capital. We'll be having many of our previous podcast guests coming back to teach exclusive classes that can only be found through BWR Academy. We have also partnered with Capital, a premier financial app That will allow you to participate in our quarterly savings challenge. We have a goal of helping a thousand families save one million dollars collectively. We'll make sure that you are not a part of the 74 percent that cannot afford a thousand dollar emergency. So if this sounds like the type of environment you would like to be a part of, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the show notes. Make sure you sign up now because spots are extremely limited. See you in the academy. With no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.
1: I woke up feeling wealthy today, my bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way, me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. if you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space, you know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight, I keep my balance, through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break, you feel the purpose in my spirit, when you look in my face, cause this ain't a second, I can waste wait some food on place, fumble the bag, I still ain't got that disappointment to shake, so now I'm trying to double up on every dollar I make, money don't buy you happiness, it sure don't take it away, I'm smiling hard as hell, Every time I step in the we can't be making reckless moves, cause it's so much at stake When you got some shit to lose, your decisions gon' change Cause every action got a consequence, consider your ways Hardest thing to do in life is elevate through your pain I can relate to feeling like your life is stuck in the phase Giving effort, but results just keep remaining the same Ask the patience for yourself, shit ain't as bad as you claim I seen a homeless nigga smile, while I leave standing in rain It's all about perspective, chillin' catchin' blessings And cryptocurrency been bustin' And I'm well invested She know that if she rock with me Then she gon' stay protected Cause even when this shit get hectic I ain't never stressin' I'm leisure I woke up feeling wealthy today My bank account might not agree But hey that shit on the way Me and my niggas layin' brick On top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim You can't come in my space you Know this game ain't for the weak It's hard to carry this weight I keep my balance Through the ups and downs I'm never gon' break You feel the purpose in my spirit When you look in my face Cause this ain't the second I can waste I'm puttin' food on place
0: welcome everybody to another episode of the black wealth renaissance podcast it's your boy Jalen. one quarter of the black wealth renaissance podcast back at it again with my co-host kelly how you doing my brother
3: what's good what's good what's good everybody it's your boy kelly here checking in checking in feeling good feeling great man i'm happy to be here got a great guest i'm excited to do this i'm very very excited to do this podcast with this guest. They have a great show that they do, and uh, it's going to be a fun episode.
0: I'm pretty sure once we're done with this episode, I'm probably going to be hungry (laughs) today. So, you know, I'm going to be heading home like, man, what can I find to eat? But speaking of our guests, before we get into that, I do want to ask all of our listeners, please rate, review, like, comment, subscribe share with your family and friends if you find any of the information that we talk about on this podcast useful please be sure to rate comment review and share and now let's introduce our guests like we said man we got a great great guest her name is miss chef nancy a new york native a culinary expert if you watch i'm an athlete podcast i'm pretty sure you didn't saw some of these fire dishes she didn't whipped up, some of the Avocado French toast. So the rich boys. Like she got some precious stuff, y'all. And I ain't gonna lie, every time she come out with something, I'll be like, damn, I need to try that. But Miss <laughs> Chef Nancy, welcome to the Black earth Renaissance Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having me
0: tonight. You're welcome. We appreciate you for coming. Definitely. On. And uh the way we start things off over here, we pretty much just get into the background of like what was it like for you coming up as an entrepreneur and like really just making your way so the first thing i'm just going to ask you is like when did you get into the culinary lifestyle or when did you even know that you know cooking is going to be a route for me to actually start making some money for me and my family
2: well actually i was a stay-at-home mom until i was 40 years old Mm. and i decided to i've always cooked but as far as monetizing off of cooking i needed to figure a way to become financially independent from my ex-husband and it just went hand in hand I cooked and I was a great I mean well I considered to be a good cook everyone enjoyed my food and I was like I gotta figure something out I could do that you know and actually my oldest daughter Ashley one day I was sad and she was like my there's something you can do there's something you can do and uh, I just toured a culinary arts school and ended up joining and definitely why I'm where I'm at today I stayed home for another two years. And then I auditioned for a, a spot on Chef Richard Ingram. That's Dwayne Wade's um private chef. He opened up a company of chefs and uh, I auditioned for that and I got it. And like a week later, I was in the house with Kelly Rowland <laughs> cooking for her.
0: <laughs> hey, that's dope. That's so a super dope. Yeah.
2: And that was like eight years ago now.
0: Hmm. So I kind of want to talk about like the stay at home lifestyle. And like you said, you had to figure out a way to become independent from your ex-husband. And I just kind of want to talk about the mindset and some of the things that comes along with that, because even in today's generation, in a lot of societies, you have a lot of women that are like, you know, I want to be that stay at home wife. I don't want to have to do certain things. So what's some of the things that come along with that? And how did you have to break away from that? Well,
2: of course, control. If you're not taking care of yourself, you basically don't have any control. He did everything for my family. Great provider, great dad, but not so good of a husband. (laughs) But let him tell it. He has a whole different story. And for me, it was basically like, you know what? Like I said, he was a great provider. I didn't want for anything financially. I had a home. I had cars. It's times when I had two cars. You know what I mean? Jewelry, everything that the average person could ask for, but was unhappy and undervalued. So then I was like, you know what? It's time for me to figure something out and I can't do this anymore. And honestly, I wanted to show my daughters that it's never too late to switch up and change, you know? Mm -hmm. And I did it by the grace of God. I was in school with kids my daughter's age, 40 and they're like 19 That's dope.
0: But it's cool that you even took the step to say, "Okay, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to try something fresh. I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to give me a skill that can set me apart. Because a lot of the times you have older people and they're like, you know, I don't belong in school because, like you said, they might get nervous. Like I'm in school with someone who's my kid's age. I'm not going to understand what they're talking about. But at the same time, it's not about who you're going to school with. It's about what you're trying to accomplish in your life. And like you're trying to prove something to your daughters. So whenever you accomplish that, how did they receive that? And were they very supportive every step of the way?
2: Oh, absolutely. They toured the school with me. So I went to the French Culinary Institute. That's in New York, very renowned school. So within going to school, not only did I have to, they start from learning how to boil water, how to boil an egg properly. But it was French, so I had to learn French terms. And that was the hard part. Mm. And
0: if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac
4: or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then
5: that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive
1: at participating McDonald's.
2: I mean, I fought through it at this point in time. I didn't have any time to mess up. So it was a do or die situation for me. And for my kids, the question, what was the original question you asked me? How did they feel about that? Yeah,
0: like just oh supportive everything. They
2: are very, very supportive of me, very proud, elated. I have two daughters, a 28-year-old and a 23-year-old. And anytime I fall short, they're like, Ma, look what you did. Like, and they remind me all the time, like, look what you did. You not only became a chef, you became like you're here. You know what okay, I mean? Like, and I'm like, know, yeah. No. <laughs> they have to remind me that I'm Chef Nancy because I'm just, you know, I'm just still Nancy.
3: <laughs> so you said you went on the contest with Dwayne Wade.
2: It was the audition.
3: Audition. To,
2: yeah, because basically being a private chef for celebrities, you need someone to pull you in. It's like a secret society. These people are not going to let you in their million-dollar homes or in their world if they don't know that you can be trusted around their world their kids, their family, their business, everything. So once you're in, you really only could get put in, mm-hmm. you know?
3: I've seen that episode on that show, and then I've seen that Dwayne Way's chef was basically, he tasted your food, and he was like, oh, yeah, this one I got to work with.
2: So yeah, I, Richard Ingram.
3: Richard Ingram, yeah. Richard tasted the food, and he was like, yeah, I got to work with this one. So is that something that, like, built confidence with you once he accepted Like, okay, hey.
2: Absolutely, because... <laughs> Leading up to the day of the audition, I was like, I'm not gonna get it, they're not gonna pick me. And my daughter was like, and she told me that if I didn't audition, she was never gonna speak to me.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> wow. You think she, was, she you
2: think she was bluffing? But just that to hear those words from her, yeah. Yeah. she was 15 years old.
0: Oh yeah, that's a challenge. You that's know? a challenge. Yeah.
2: She was like, if you don't do it, I'm never gonna speak to you again. I was like, <laughs> and the audition fell on her birthday oh wow. I said, but it's your birthday. She was like, I don't care. You better do it. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) okay." (laughs) So I did it. And to my surprise, he was like, let's go. (laughs) He was, I wowed him with my food that day and joined (laughs) the team that he had.
0: And that's really cool. And what sent you on the path to want to become a celebrity private chef? Like, What made you think about that? You know, a lot of people, they either want to open up a restaurant or become a sous chef under somebody really famous. What made you want to go that route?
2: Well, my age and restaurant work is very grueling. So many people have approached me about opening a restaurant. You ever go to a restaurant and the food was great one time and Mm -hmm. the second time you ordered the same thing, but it didn't taste as good as it did that first time? Well, and this is even like in the neighborhood, because first it started at home. Like, oh, you know, a couple of people. Even my ex is like, let's do a, a restaurant. How many soul food or mom and pop restaurants have you seen stay open for years?
0: It's slim to none. It depends. Slim to none. Yeah.
2: Slim to none. And also, I watched a family friend, very close friend. Her name is Tony. She owns Pretty Tony's Cafe in Valley Stream. I watched Tony at her restaurant and I watched Tony never be able to have a day off.
5: Oh wow! Like man. she
2: had to literally be there, like spend her whole life there, holidays, everything. So now the reason why, back to what I was saying, was you may go and order something and it tasted this way this first time. And the next time it didn't taste the same, that's because somebody else made it. So if I worked on Monday and I had my day off is Tuesday and you came back on a Tuesday, I may have left the recipe, but it's not guaranteed that it's going to taste the same. So that's literally kind of what happens. Mm. Now, when you go to those big restaurants, it's like basically set in stone what this has to be done and it's shown. So that's why it's the consistency there. But the consistency in the small soul food restaurants, there's really not too much consistency because it's different, mm. People want to take days off or hire someone else to do what they do. And it's not always done the same way. I watched my friend open up a restaurant and literally I actually have food from him today. Um, I need to know if he cooked. Cause if he didn't cook,
0: <laughs> You're not I either. don't
2: want it Cause it's no. not going to taste the same,
0: hmm. <laughs> so. Do you think there is a way for some of those small like mom and pops to kind of replicate the process? <laughs>
2: It is, like but you have to be on top of that. You have to even be mindful of that. A lot of people aren't even mindful of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That consistency is the key. Those recipes being consistent to make a person come back. So you got one more, to so I'll come back. Okay, and it didn't taste like the last time I got here. So you probably got one more try because the person's going to look for that taste and that exact flavor. And a lot of times they lose it. Now, it doesn't happen all the time, but... For the most part, I mean, I've witnessed that a lot. So it's like I never got that taste back, I and mean, then you won't see me again. And that's how people lose clients. As far as me being in a restaurant or a hotel, it's very grueling. It's a known fact that a lot of chefs are substance abusers. That fast paced, gotta, 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 gotta. I learned that in school and I was like, oh, man, this is not what I signed up for. You know what I mean? And (laughs) it's just like Gordon Ramsay with that yelling because he has to make sure the food gets out at a certain time. So that's why he's yelling. Mm -hmm. So you two go somewhere and you order steak and you order fish. The food has to come out together. The people in the back, the person who's making the fish and the person who's making the steak, they got to communicate to make sure if not, then your steak is sitting under the light and it doesn't like all of that matters. People don't know that. So I was like, I don't know if I can do this. this (laughs) Like, this is not going to work for me. And definitely ain't going to have nobody yelling over me.
5: (laughs) Like, that's not going to happen.
2: So now what do I do? And I went back home for a minute after I graduated, selling dinners out my front door. Hustling. (laughs) Hustling, hustling. (laughs) Setting up in my best friend's the back of his hair salon with a whole table full of food. I did that for a while. And then I have a friend that owns a lounge and asked him what was his slowest day. He told me Sunday. So I did a brunch on Sundays and bought revenue to his spot. Okay, you get the bar, I get the door. Mm. Basically,
0: and doing what you got to do.
2: Yeah, doing what I got to do, but also providing good food. Everything I do, I'm very serious about what I do because that's my name. Even if you're working for me, I'm not like, you'll be like, okay, she turned into a. Basically a Gordon Ramsay, because that's my name. I can't let anything fall short of what I'm like. It has to be right. I'm a perfectionist when it comes to my work. Consistency, flavor, all of that. So for me, I was like, I got to this. Oh, private chef? That sounds good. Because now I can do the same thing I did at home for Somebody all these knows. years yeah. and get so- paid
0: for it. So was that something they talked about in school? Where like private chef is an option after you graduate? Yes,
2: they actually did. They actually did. i never forget. One of my instructors came and said he worked for Star Jones. And there's days where, so say you make $500 a day, right? So that's your rate, $500 a day, whatever. I'm just throwing a number out there. And it wouldn't matter if she's having a dinner party or if she didn't feel that she just wanted a yogurt that morning. You still get paid. Oh, wow. You still get paid. He mm-hmm. she said she felt like she wanted the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> And he go peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I still get paid. But then you might have a dinner party or a barbecue mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. And I was like, oh, that sounds... So he said, he, oh, okay. And that's the first time I heard about being a private chef. And I was like, that sounds nice. That sounds really good. This sounds better than being in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I watched a few of my classmates go into restaurants and become line cooks. Spending $40,000 on an education to be a line cook and not making, I don't know how much they make, but it's like really not that much. And it's grueling. The chance, like you said, to get under, to be a sous chef to an amazing chef, that just doesn't happen overnight. I watched people, some went into... Food writing, food styling. Some people don't even practice the craft. But for mm. me, it was do or die, like I said, you know? It was my time.
0: <laughs> and I like how you just mentioned like the food writing and the food styling because I never thought about that, but that's a whole nother job within the industry. And do you have to go to culinary school to kind of secure some of those jobs?
2: No. You don't even have to go to culinary art school to secure my job.
0: Oh, really? You just gotta be great at what you do.
2: You just got to be great at what you do. And you need to know somebody that can pull you into this. That's the mm-hmm. dynamics. People ask me now about going to culinary art school. Everything is online. This is, no, this is not a word, but everything is Googleable.
0: No, nah, that's a fake. Everything that's
2: is Googleable. Everything that I paid that money for, every book, I still have my books, knife skills, everything, everything is Googleable these days. So. Mm.
3: So you spoke about cooks and chefs, and I kind of want to go into the difference between the two. What is the difference between a cook and a chef?
2: A cook just cooks. And a chef has went to school and got some type of degree or certification on being a chef. Mm -hmm. And honestly, we were taught to identify things by smell, not by sight. Like we were literally blindfolded and herbs in front of us, just like the shows. You have to make something out of nothing. You got to be able to make something out of nothing. Everything that there's a machine for everything to slice, cut or whatever. But you also need to know how to do it from hand. Because what if the electricity doesn't work that day and you still have to get this food out? You still have a job to execute because people say, oh, you spent all this money to go to school. Yeah, but. You can never say there's nothing to eat in the house because there's always something to
0: eat. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I don't care what it is. I'm going to throw it together.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to make a meal out of something.
0: And I kind of want to talk about like with school, like you said, you had to relearn a lot of things, like even just the basics of boiling water and things like that. Was that kind of difficult for you being that, you know, you've been cooking your whole life. You've been doing this for the past 40 years. Like. What was that process? Relearning the basics and just saying, "Okay, I got to go slow."
2: The first thing they tell you is that everyone comes here because someone told them that they can cook, that they know how to cook, or that they're a good cook. Mm. So now you're going to relearn everything. And one thing I want to show you with a knife: uh, how we've always held knives, and they had to train me how to hold a knife properly. Hold it one second. So this knife, right?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: so if you hold your finger right here like this right mm-hmm. that's not the way to hold the knife the way to hold a knife is like this mm. and you work mm. you rock it you rock it so the first few weeks I had to. my teacher was like put the move your finger and I was like but isn't that the way you hold it and he's like no this is how you hold a knife like that and you rock it like that so Again, things that we think we know, we had to relearn how to boil an egg properly. You put the egg in cold water, whether it's a five minute, eight minute, because people like eggs three, five or eight. You start timing after the water comes to a boil. Mm. Mm. There's so many little things that I learned when you go buy eggs. Do you read the date on the eggs? I do. I do. You do to know that they need to be fresh. You know what I mean? You need to buy fresh eggs. A lot of times back in the day when you're trying to boil eggs, you try to peel them and they don't peel right. It's because they're not fresh. Mm. So we literally started with, then I learned, I know how to make pasta from scratch. I know how to make ricotta cheese from scratch. Like so many, so many different things. So many different things I learned and, and I'm so grateful to even have thought about going to culinary arts school at that age, because
0: it saved my life. <laughs> hey, it saved
2: dope. my
0: life. I like it. And I love the fact that you are like, like you said, you're able to get rid of all of the things that you learned before and you were able to just soak it up, even like the cutting with the knife because. How I, you hold I, your I knife. To, yeah, I used to wonder. I'm like, man, how the hell are they cutting these down? onions so fast? <laughs> or like, how are they chopping up these bell peppers so fast? But like you say, it kind of makes sense now with the rocking of it. It's probably using the momentum of it now. Yeah.
2: How, with the flick of the wrist. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. the flick of the wrist. it's the flick of the wrist. <laughs> I don't mean
5: the, I'm not trying to be funny, but
2: it's the, flick nah, it's good. Of the wrist. It's good. It's the flick of the wrist, and so he used to come by and move my finger. But that's the way I held the knife until up to Fort being forty. That's I came to school holding my knife with like that.
0: How long? That's how nice. long it took you to break that habit?
2: Just a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, and then most of the males they want to cut fast. That's all they want to do. <laughs> and all you heard was, ah!
5: <laughs> I,
2: was it. I was like, I'll take my time and then learn how to move fast. But the young boys in the class, they, <laughs> I used to be like, okay, <laughs> y'all keep going fast. But one of my teachers, he's in my life right now. He follows me on Instagram. We talk often. He was the hardest on me. And it's so crazy because the school closed down. He was like, you have inspired me To make a pivot at my age because I watched you do it. And I was like, wow, are you serious? And he was like one of the hardest teachers on me, you know, while I was in school. I was like, wow. He was like, yeah. And then it just reminds me that so many people are watching. It's just crazy. I got all these followers on Instagram. And it's like I never even wanted to be in front of anyone's camera because that's not me. It's Mm -hmm. like, I just cook for the love of the craft. And then it just happened to make money for me, you know. So.
0: Yeah. And I love how you're able to inspire your teacher and like inspire everyone really and truly. Like you said, now you have people asking, like, how can I become a private chef and things of that nature? So that's great. Just by you being yourself, going out, trying something different. Like you never know who's really watching you. You never know mm-hmm. who you're going to inspire just from you taking the action. That you doing. Sometimes it's only for like personal reasons, like you said, to get out the cusp of your ex and things like that. But still, you just taking that small action can inspire anyone in the world.
2: Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for that. I get so many uh, messages and DMs about how inspiring. But it's like, I'm like, I mean, I just, again, I cooked when I was happy. I cooked when I was sad. I cook when I'm bored. You know what I mean? Like, I just love it. And it just so happened to, you know, and honestly, I've been blessed to have an amazing lineup of clients. Every client, it gets better and better for me, you know.
0: And and I kind of want to get into that. Yeah, I kind of want to get into that now. What
3: you got, Kelly? That's actually what I was going to ask is speaking of clients, how did you get connected with Brandon Marshall and I Am Athlete?
2: So back to Dwayne Wade's Private Chef. The first client that I got from him was Kelly Rowland. And then I was with her for some weeks. We were down here actually in Miami. I used to have an apartment and I would go back and forth. And then I had Antro Roll. He was number 26 on the New York Giants. You Mm -hmm. know who he is? (laughs) Yeah, I had him for his last year as a Giant. Then he moved to Chicago for one year and then retired. But when he left New York, he was like, "Um, I got you. And I was like, okay, because I was like, I didn't want to re-sign my contract with that company because now I'm learning and I'm learning the business and I'm learning that I never even knew how much I was supposed to get paid. I was so happy to have a job and just be able to make some money. I wasn't paying attention to anything, my contracts or anything. And I learned that once I'm in, I don't need anyone to get my jobs. I could get them on my own. And Antro was actually one of the people that was like, you don't need to sign anything. I got you. And I was like, okay, stayed at home for another year. And then Brandon randomly one day texts me, hey, chef, this is Brandon Marshall. I would love to talk to you about yourselves. I, don't, I had to, who's Brandon Marshall?
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he's like, I'll call you on Monday. He didn't call And I called him (laughs) and he was like, okay, okay, okay. And then we set up for an interview. It wasn't with him. It was with his wife. And as soon as I walked in the door and she was like, I saw you knew your way around the kitchen. And she was like, you got it. You you can come back tomorrow. I was like, okay. And I've been with them going on five years now.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. That's a blessing.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We left New York, came down here. We were supposed to only come down here for two months. I've been down here for over two years
3: oh wow <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I don't mind my kids are big and then my 23 year old after uh, me being down here for six months she transferred to FIU oh, so that, that, yeah that's
0: dope like the flexibility and everything that just comes yeah out. once again it just following your passion
2: yeah 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 and then when I came down here I was living with Brandon and his family <laughs> And again, we were supposed to stay here for two months. And I've been here over two years. <laughs> he was supposed to sell his estate. And then we were all going back to New York. And then it took a while to sell. And then when it sold, he just uh, reopened his gym and had a lot going on down here. I was like, we ain't going nowhere. I'm going to go get me an apartment. And because he's like, don't sign a long lease. We leaving. We leaving. We ain't leaving yet. <laughs> we
0: ain't
2: going nowhere. We ain't, we ain't going nowhere.
0: That's funny. And I actually heard about his gym. I heard his gym is crazy. We actually oh yeah. A, we done an interview with a uh, guy who actually's got his own college and he was telling us about the gym. So I definitely oh, got He's, he's well been up. there. Yeah, he's been there. he went like three weeks ago. His name is Reggie Calhoun. He's from Louisiana as well as us. But he has a school out here in Texas. It's called RPA College. Okay. And okay. I mean uh it's pretty dope. Just telling oh, yeah. us about the things that Brandon is doing. Oh yeah,
2: amazing things, amazing things. Yeah, come and I'll take you. It's really nice. It's, (laughs) I mean, I'm like, oh my god, he he spared no expense, top notch everything. But that's what he came from, so he Mm -hmm. knew what he wanted his facility to look like. He knew what amenities he wanted, you know, to have there, and he's done an amazing job with that place.
0: I kind of want to get into something you alluded to. Whenever you say you didn't re-sign that contract, you started learning and breaking down the business. So I always like to, you know, get into and break down the industries. So what were some of the things that you learned as you were working with these clients and like, you know what? I got myself in the door now. Well, they helped me get within the inner circle. Now I can start navigating this myself. Hey there.
3: Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
2: And it's about knowing your worth. You know what I mean? It'll be like a bad record deal. Like, okay, I'm going to even do this or I'm going to stay under you. And I was like, nah, I'm going to take what's behind door number two. And it worked out.
0: <laughs> so were you like even nervous with that? Or like you said, you knew your worth and you just like, nah.
2: Well, again, at the time I was still with my husband and he was still taking care of things anyway. So it was like a little jump start. I started to make money and then I stopped again, you know? Mm-hmm. But I definitely knew that nobody else deserved a portion of what I made anymore, you know? So I just was like, I got to do this on my own. So now i broke broken my own deal. Nobody gets paid but me. And I'm happy with <laughs> I work for Brandon and I also give lessons.
0: Have you ever- For
2: Brandon th- and his family.
0: That's awesome. Have you ever thought about maybe opening up a company, helping some other private chefs get into the industry?
2: I have, but with Richard and the, no, you know, he started that company so fast. I didn't know what to do or mm-hmm. how to be a private chef. It was just like, yeah, you got it, and we need you to go da 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 next week. Go where? Do what? Like, I don't even know how to be. But what I did know is, okay, I'm going to somebody's house. Now I could either be like, can we get this picture? Can let me take a picture. Or do I respect their privacy? And to me, being a little bit older, I was like, I'm very professional about what I do. And that's one thing that Kelly and her husband, it wasn't her husband at the time, but Tim was like, we liked about you. I was there to do a job. I wasn't there to show the world whose house I was in. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not what gets you money. What gets you money is being great at what you do and then also being professional. For me, I was just never so starstruck that I need to keep taking pictures with people. When they're in their home, they want to be at peace. Nobody wants to be under the scope at home because that's what they get every day outside. So I just was like, you know, I think I took a picture with her the last day I was leaving. Oh, dang. Yeah. And I never posted it. It took me a long time to even post it. But they noticed that and they liked that about me. The same thing that Antro said, he was like, you were so professional, like you, but it's times where, cause I remember I used to have to bring my daughter to work and he used to be like, bring us, sit her, she was sitting at the counter and do her homework while I was cooking for him. But my, my professionalism and what I'm bringing to the, you know, the food that like, listen, I remember him telling me, I don't care how you do what you do as long as you get it done. I was like, okay.
0: And I kind of want to talk about like the day and the life of it. I know you said you'll get paid a set fee no matter if they want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, some yogurt, Mm or if they actually have a full event for you. But like what does a typical day look like for you? Are you there from like six o'clock in the morning till like dinner time and you're cooking like breakfast, lunch, and dinner? So so again, me and the
2: Marshalls have come a long way. I used to live with the Marshalls. Mm-hmm. But now that I don't live with the Marshalls and everyone has all different schedules, I'm there for breakfast. So a typical morning for me is I'm there by eight o'clock because the kids need to eat at 8:30. Brandon normally doesn't come out from filming out of his room until 9:30. So I'm there at 8 o'clock. Breakfast is ready for the kids at 8:30. I'll give Brandon his breakfast at 9:30. There's no reason for me to hang around. They mm-hmm. eat dinner at six o'clock. So what I do is make dinner when I make breakfast. I'm mm-hmm. done for the rest of the day. But mm-hmm. it built up to that. It's That's not always the case. But again, so- I'm going on five years with them. So I make dinner while I'm making breakfast. So as long as they have food to eat, they're fine. Mm-hmm. And I don't make lunch. I make lunch on Sundays. And that's it. And I'm gone. So it depends on what I'm making. Depends on what time I leave. Sometimes oh, it's it, like
0: you're pretty flexible there.
2: Sometimes yeah. I could be going at 9.30. Sometimes I'll be going at 10.30. Sometimes I'll be going at 11.30. On Sunday, I hang around to maybe about 1 or 2 because I just hang around because it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I make lunch on Sunday. Holidays, I'll go over there because they're like my family. We spend the holidays still together, you know, stuff like that. But it's pretty easy where I'm at right now. Then I have a client that I give lessons to, one of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wives, Levante David. Okay. So that's where I just came from. So I give her lessons. They started. They're normally from four to seven. I left a little early because what Levante, what they picked to eat me to teach her today was easy. And then I had the interview with you guys. So and I was like, okay, I gotta go. I literally left their house at 6.20. <laughs> <And
0: Randall. laughs> we definitely appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. No, no,
2: no, no problem. And then that's it. And then I get wake up and do it all over again. And then I'm off on Fridays and Saturdays.
3: That's awesome. I kind of want to get into how did you become part of the podcast with I Oh,
2: this is when I was living with Brandon during the pandemic. He came home and he was like, I have this idea. And I was like, Oh, wow. It sounds nice. He said, but I want you to be on it too. Why? He was like, <laughs> I'm telling you, just listen to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> so you want me to bake the food? You want me to be back there and make the a food? Okay. I'll make the food for you. No problem. B. That's fine. So then I said, so I'm going to wear my black chef jacket when I come He was like, no. I was like, what do you mean no? He was like, no. (laughs) He said, I need you to dress how you dress when you're going outside. Like, I want people to see your swagger. I want people to see how I was like, are you sure? And he was like, I'm telling you, just listen to me. This is (laughs) what I was like. Okay. So now for the first couple of episodes, first of all, I was so nervous. And the first couple of episodes, I never really wanted to come and say anything. And I had to get used to um, doing it. It's fine now, but that's basically how I ended up on the show. I never wanted to be on the show. But Brandon's um, idea for me was that I want the world to know who you are. And I want you to start doing more things for yourself. You got yourself here, but you can take yourself even Mm -hmm. further with more notoriety. He was like, how much more years do you think you want to do this? And I need you to work smarter, not harder. So I was like, okay. Like even this morning, he's like, okay, so I'm thinking about you doing this app. And I'm like, okay, so now it's like, whatever you say, B. Because before I was like, wait, what? Huh? What are we doing? And why do you want me to say what? Because I don't want to come out and say anything. Like what just, but I mean, it's God's plan. And it was B's idea and God's plan, (laughs) you know.
0: But that's awesome. That's awesome. And the fact that he's still like sowing into you, like because it could be totally transactional. Like we just pay you like and you come cook for us. But the fact that once again, your professionalism, like the willingness, you didn't move from New York, like to Miami. You built up this relationship and this rapport. And it's awesome to see that he's willing to pour back into you now. And really just helping you elevate. I think that's a beautiful thing.
2: And let me tell you this much. When we started, he was like, how much you want me to pay? I was like, nothing. I'm there." like, what? Listen, you said that this is going to help me out in the end, right? Like, let's go. Like, that's how I Like, You know what I mean? Because he didn't have to even involve me and he pushed me and was like no this is what we're gonna do this is what we're gonna do and I was like okay let's go and hence to why you uh have me on here today <laughs> nah,
3: it's just just, shout just, out, just, out to Brandon uh, man yeah, shout
0: out
2: yeah. To- I have my spices oh my god I have my spices Chef Nancy collection amazing amazing I gotta send you guys some I actually probably I love have... to cook
0: too, Chef. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Do? I, oh, okay. I, I'm for real. I'm nice with it too. But look, oh. I ain't no culinary like, but I'm, I'm nice with it.
2: Listen, cooking is all about flavor and consistency.
0: Mm.
2: Once you know how to season, you can make anything taste good. And then watch your consistency of it. So you know no one wants a dry burger, no one wants a dry steak, no one wants you know what I mean? It's about flavor and consistency. And I feel like once you know how to season, you'll be okay. And my seasonings are going to help you. I kid you not.
0: Let's get into it. What brought on the idea for the seasonings?
2: <laughs> um, Because I'm into flavor. I mean, I'm into flavor. And like I just said, once you make something taste good. Okay. First of all, right now I have uh six flavors out. Mm-hmm. The lemon pepper is my favorite. When you say lemon pepper, people just think about wings or chicken. That lemon pepper goes... Ross. Thank you. That lemon pepper goes on salmon. You can make avocado toast with my lemon pepper. There's real lemon oil in my lemon pepper. It's so good. It's so good. You could toss it with pasta and just have a pasta. It's lemon and pepper. So why just use it for wings? Mm. You know what I mean? But that's all we know. The rosemary roasted garlic, you can use that for a lot of things, potatoes, chicken, anything, lamb, because it's rosemary and it's roasted garlic. I have a Cajun, of course, you can use that for whatever you want a little, add a little Cajun spice too. I have um, Mediterranean citrus, which is good mm, for fish too. Good. It's good that for was, lamb.
3: That for good. Fish.
2: And then I have, the last one is the Island jerk, which is, it's a dry jerk, a little bit of spice, but not. Like the, that type of mm-hmm. uh, But I'm also coming out with a specialty salt collection. Mm-hmm. I have a black obsidian sea salt. Oh, you ever impressive. see black sea salt?
0: Nah, no, that sounds
2: No, I've
3: never seen that. <this.
2: laughs> yeah, activated. It's so dope. It's really dope. I have truffle salt and it's very, very pungent truffle. Like it's mm-hmm. not a weak truffle salt. I have peri-peri salt. It's spicy and also a smoked sea salt. So basically it gives smoke flavor to anything that you're grilling
0: mm-hmm. yeah hey y'all gonna, and- <laughs> yeah. y'all gonna need a cop that. yeah y'all gonna need a cop bet
2: yeah it's coming in new packaging the first one was rushed because i was going on good morning america and i didn't even have enough i was like oh my god i was like so good morning america that's the america right <laughs> i'm like oh my god like it forced me to hurry up and um Push the line out.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was amazing. We did well. I started selling on February 4th and we've had over 800 orders. Oh, wow.
0: That's, hey, mm-hmm. that's really dope. And whenever you were like coming up crafting with this in the lab and stuff, where did you go to like, okay, who's going to be my manufacturer? Like, how did you figure out this is how we're going to get this mass produced? This is how we're going to package it and send it. Is it all e-commerce? Like, how wow. was it
2: Okay. So that's when you said I was like, I'm going to say
0: certain things. To you look so, you know, okay. And okay. Hey, look, no, that's cool. That's cool. We can, we can edit <laughs> well, that, that we out
2: Started with the first set of spices that I had. I had to cut it out totally. And then I found a place where you can do your own spice blends in an amazing, amazing place. <laughs> I can't say the name, but top notch everything like, when you get it, because I'm going to send you guys some, you'll see what I'm talking about. One of my friends back home was like, Nancy's selling Louis Vuitton spices. But they really <laughs> are. When I tell you, they really are like top notch. Like Dang, the not first the set of lemon pepper that I had, I threw it away. I was like, wow. That's how much when I sat and with the guy and recreated the new set of spices, I threw everything I had away.
0: Like all your previous seasons. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, There's got to be some pressure. Yeah, I'm going to need that. I need that. I'm going to send you some pictures and stuff. Like, look, this is really good.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I want to see everything. I want to see everything that everyone's gotten. All great reviews. All great reviews. We're actually almost sold out.
3: And that's what I was going to get into. Where can people buy it?
2: ChefNancy.com, N A N C I E.com. Okay. Well, yeah. y'all
0: definitely pick up them seasonings. And I kind of. And I'm working
2: on a book too.
0: I was just about to say, actually, I was about to say so. <laughs> I literally was about to say so. Do you okay. have a, like a cookbook or anything like that? I'm on
2: working there? on a book. I'm working on. Brandon has, he pushes me and I am so grateful for him. We might be doing a little I am chef thing. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And oh. it's
2: more of a comfort zone for me. Now I'm comfortable in front of the camera and I'm definitely comfortable talking about what my passion is. It's a little hard on I Am Athlete because that's not my passion. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you heard about the Mike Vick. Did you watch that? I did.
5: That I,
2: I, I, you know, stuff like that. And now that's their thing.
0: You should have asked them, hey, what's this type of truffle
2: <laughs> Exactly. I should have threw it back at them. But, you know, I did know who Mike Vick was, but I didn't want to say what I knew, you know? So mm-hmm. that was it. He still laughs to the dances, I didn't know who he was. I knew who he was. I just didn't know what team he played for. But it's okay. It's okay. That's not my thing. All, Cooking you know, is my thing.
0: It's all good.
3: And you knew his wife. That's all that matters. That's all exactly. that matters. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: And that's what he said
3: everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um but the bag did feel a little light
0: so
2: women resonate to women
0: (laughs) hey yeah y'all be supporting each other and i definitely love seeing all the women support each other definitely want to see the men support the women as well we can both elevate each other Without putting each That's other.
2: That's what you guys did for me, supporting me, wanting to have me on your show, and I'm glad to come back and support you and be on it here.
3: Hey, it's no. We, appreciate, we it.
0: appreciate it. We Appreciate it. And I got like two more questions before we wrap this thing up. So okay. one of the first questions is, I want to know what's your favorite dish to cook. Like, what is something that you just like? You know what? If I'm just feeling like you know, I want to feel happy. This is about to make my soul. What's one of those dishes?
2: For me or for someone else? For you. For you. For me. Yes. I'm very simple but it's hard to make. You got to know how to make it. I like chicken thighs, but the way I make them, they're really, really crispy. I can't tell you the secret. It's going to be Uh-oh. in the book. But, hey, I'm waiting uh, on it. And then I make them truffle chicken thighs, but that's what got me the audition. I did that for Robin Roberts at her house before. Everyone loves that crispy chicken. It was a winner with Kelly. I just went to her house for her birthday in February and cooked for her and she was like "You know, you gotta do that chicken and she was like just like I remembered and that was like seven years ago that she had it and she was like just like I remember it but I love that chicken it, I actually did it today for the marshals for their dinner <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it right the skin gets like you can crack it oh, but no like flour cracker. nothing like it's yeah it's real real it's a secret you'll get it in the book <laughs>
0: hey, i'm gonna cook that i need some of that. I need that it's a secret it's a secret
2: but yeah i mean anything i'm simple though tacos i'm simple but then i could you know elevate when it's time
0: hey, ain't nothing wrong with that and uh one of the last questions i got for you now that you know you've taken these steps and stuff because our podcast is about wealth building black wealth renaissance How are you taking some of these things that you're doing and you're building this legacy to leave to your kids or help them get at a better point than where you started it?
2: Well, the the secret is that uh, my company is not my company.
0: Hmm.
2: My company is my daughter's company. So I work for her. Okay, then. Okay,
0: that's hard. So I work for her. So you put the company. Not too
2: many people know that.
0: That's, that's dope. That's really, really dope. That's building generational wealth.
2: I work for her. Also, I'm actually about to start, you know, just paying it forward and doing some virtual cooking classes back up north in the Tri-State area. I -hmm. teamed up with Jamelia T. Davis. I'm not sure if you know who that is, Jamelia. Mm -mm. And she does a lot of mentoring in schools and called me up and was like, hey, sis, let's Do this. And I was like, listen, anything that where I can change or inspire young girls. Her and I both grew up in Jamaica, Queens, and we were good girls from good families. I was a Catholic school girl, but I took the wrong route, meaning like messing with street guys and just getting into trouble and things that I didn't need to get into. And just knowing that at any time you can change your life and change your narrative and be successful at it. Mm. So if I can just reach back and touch a few people, I definitely feel like that's something to do.
0: That's beautiful. And so we'll pivot on to our last section. I did not tell you about this. I don't know if you're on social media as much, but we have this section called What's on Your Timeline. But if you're not on social media that much, it could be something that you saw from like the news. Are anything that's like a current event that you would like to speak about? Something you're like, mm, this was on my spirit. It could be funny. It could be something serious. It could be something light humor, like anything.
2: I'm not on social media like that. I'm really not. What's on my timeline is a lot of cooking. I don't, you know, I follow a lot of chefs. Who I try to support. When you ask me with the company of chef, chef Alexis Grant, that's Carmelo mm-hmm. Anthony chef. She has a company of chefs. And Mm -hmm. what she does now is different from what Richard did. She doesn't take money from the chef. She makes the client pay a fee. And then she teaches you how to be a private chef. She teaches Mm -hmm. you nutrition and all of that stuff. Me, it's a responsibility that I just don't want right now. I don't have the time because between the podcast and giving lessons, and then my regular job, I don't have
0: the time. That's totally understandable. Definitely. Yeah. Well, shout out, you said her name was Miss Lex?
2: Alexis Grant, Chef Lex Alexis Grant. Grant, Grant. Shout Chef out, Licks,
0: shout Licks. out Miss Chef Lex.
2: When the bubble, the NBA mm-hmm. bubble, she was on the news
0: for- Yes. Oh, that was her. Oh, that, I
3: didn't realize that was her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah that's dope, that's dope. Yep. And I saw the article, like, they'll make it like 4,000 yeah, like a week and everything. Yeah, she cooked for that whole bubble,
2: switched that food up because Disney wasn't, you know, the quality of the food that they were giving was no good. And she Especially did her for dinner. athletes. Yeah, she has a company that recruits and places chefs.
0: Hey, shout out to Chef Lex and everything that she's doing. And before we wrap up and get up out of here, can you please just let the people know where can they follow you on Instagram? If you're on Facebook, your website, everything, where they can get the seasonings, the book, Uh, everything.
2: (laughs) Well, we start off with Chef Nancy Collection. And Nancy is spelled N-A-N-C-I-E. So Chef Nancy Collection, the link in the bio is where you can get the spices. My Instagram is Chef Nancy. That's where you can see all whatever I've made probably for the week and pictures from the podcast and everything. And then my website is ChefNancy.com. Again, N-A-N-C-I-E.
0: But well, y'all definitely, definitely tap in with Chef. If y'all haven't checked out the I'm an Athlete podcast, y'all check that out. Yes, yeah, sure Amazing, amazing thing. She's cooking. She breaks down <laughs> some of the stuff like, you know, this is what I cook. This is the inspiration and everything like that. So y'all definitely check that out. Go to the website. Y'all cop the seasonings. Y'all help her sell out. Then also get the salt <laughs> collection whenever, <laughs> that on, whenever that comes through as well.
2: Thank you. A couple of weeks. I'll be ready
0: for you. You're very welcome. Thank uh, you. you. Before we wrap up this podcast, we just want to say thank you to all of our listeners for coming in week in, week out. Thank you for listening on this journey that we have been on. We've been two years in the game. We use over a million downloads. So if you're a new listener here, thank you for listening. We hope that you gain something from this. Definitely take a deep dive through the catalog. We have over 100 episodes ready for you, and it's very rich. You can learn things about finance in the house. You can learn how to start a real estate business. You can learn how to start your rental car business. And we have so many things. So definitely check that out if you're new. If you have been here, we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our heart for always supporting us and being a part of the Black Wealth Renaissance. Y'all cop our book, Your Money Like the 1%, if you want to start learning how to actually start taking advantage of your finances, getting out of living paycheck to paycheck, understanding what it takes to actually start budgeting what it looks like to create a savings plan and what your risk tolerance will look like as an investor. You can purchase our book from the link in our bio. Also be on the lookout for the Black Wealth Renaissance Academy. This is going to be an academy where we'll be helping people save budget. We'll be helping people get insurance policies together. And we're really trying to build this generational wealth here. So y'all tap in with us. Wow.
2: Nice. Nice,
0: thank you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Be on the lookout for BWR Academy. Like you said, we,
3: we're working with a, a special, special sponsor that's going to help us with the budgeting portion of our
0: academy. Hey, we got a goal. We're trying to help a thousand people save a thousand dollars. that will put us at a goal of helping. That's a million dollars save. We just want to start changing the trajectory of our community, showing the world that we have value and recognizing our own self-worth. We don't have to take pity. Ain't nobody coming here to save us. So we're going to save ourselves. And that's what we're here doing.
2: Absolutely. I like
0: that. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> until next time, this is Blackwell Friend of Science, signing out. Peace.
4: <laughs> With every monthly bill, like rent and car payments, you know exactly what you're getting when you pay for it. But health insurance plans feel like the total opposite. They're confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, and other red tape to deal with. But CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate who is with you every step of the way to help navigate the complexities of health events. They'll even negotiate bills on your behalf and could save you thousands of dollars in the process. Plus, you'll get access to thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. Experience healthcare freedom with CrowdHealth. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code health to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code health. CrowdHealth is not health insurance, it's a totally different way of paying for healthcare. Terms and conditions may apply.
0: These days, having versatile clothing you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life and is
2: made to last. Plus, with an impressive selection of staples to choose from, there's something for everyone. And it's all made right here in the USA. Find your new wardrobe staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code WA23.
0: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
4: This is
1: ludicrous.